welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 328th time on this Friday, March 17th, 2023. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Coworking Chronicles. This week, we're doing a little something special. I figured it'd be a nice treat to go out into the world again, and I figured there'd be no better place to do it than the former Journal Patriot here in my hometown, which is now known as Masthead. It's a co-working space that's recently been brought to Wilkes, and since I've started learning more about it, my interest has been piqued. So I packed up my road gear, drove a little ways, and sat down with the co-working manager of the facility, Doran Tripp. We talked for a good while about what the masthead is, what they do, and their impact on Wilkes County's working environment as a whole. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast, Darren. I'm glad to have you. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. So first off, can you tell me a little bit about who you are behind the masthead? So my name is Doran Tripp. I actually am a new resident to Wilkes. Um, I moved to Wilkesboro in April of last year, so 2022. And I have three awesome girls, and we are just super, super excited about everything going on in Wilkes. And our, my girls and my wife and I have a great ability to get out and kind of live a more relaxed life here in Wilkes than what we were used to previously. One thing about Wilkes is it's very relaxed compared to anywhere else it's a, <laughs> it, it is it in fact, is that's one of the things that most people that i went to high school with complain about like there's nothing that goes on here that's what they used to say and i'm like don't you just love it though you, you do you do it's more laid back and like there's not so much hustle and bustle you can actually think whereas if you're in a big time city it's like you're trying to hustle and bustle around for whatever you've got to do next. You don't have time to relax. So true. So true. Yeah. And there's a lot of great stuff coming and there's a lot of innovation, a lot of stuff, you know, that that people are changing, Um, but we're still keeping that, that small town, that intimate community and stuff, even with, with the growth that's happening here locally. Can you explain to me first what the masthead is? Yeah, totally. So the masthead is a, a part of a philanthropic um, organization called NC Tech Paz. And so NC Tech Paz as a whole uh, focuses on creating um, and, and training people in tech-based careers. And so this is kind of an offshoot of that. So to not get super deep into that, basically they, they help facilitate training and then um, connect people with employer partners to be able to um, hopefully not only get people to to living wages, but thriving wages. And so going off of that, we created the Masthead with the focus on co-working space. Uh, and co-working, for those that are unfamiliar, is the aspect of physical space for working, be it for remote work, having a, just a, an, an office space, but it's also the, the community, right? It's the people in the space, it's the networking, it's the events, it's the, the programs that we have to be able to um, help you as you're starting a business or help you as you are trying to, to network or grow in, in your field. Quite a few different aspects of things that, that co-working is outside of just that physical physical space. The only thing I'd heard about co-working until this I knew that the COVID-19 pandemic forced a lot of people 
inside. It mm-hmm. forced a lot of people to do things that, well, we never really had to do before, sure. like sure. working behind a screen. Yeah. If yeah. you had to take meetings on Zoom. I didn't even know what Zoom was. It seems like a business like this would really have a chance to thrive because of that. It's kind of like taking bronze and making it gold. Coworking as a whole has been around for for a long time. They were discussing it in the 80s and the 90s, and it really got big. And I think about 2005, 2006. Um, but in, when the pandemic hit, everybody noticed that they no longer had to be in an office. They could be able to kind of separate, and they were now at home. And everybody realized that, yes, they didn't miss the cubicles, but they missed the people, right? And they realized that they needed a space to be able to just chat and and have that like water cooler kind of um, community that they didn't have when they're back at their house. That was one of the hardest things for me about the pandemic. Like I can't go out and see people. I can't Mm -hmm. go out and talk Mm -hmm. to people. All I'm doing is just I'm in my room watching Netflix. That's nice when you're able to do it by your own free will. But when somebody says, hey, you've got to stay in, that's when I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but I wanted to do this. It's like you're offered Hershey's when you like a Kit Kat. It's like, eh, this is okay, but I really want this. There's a big rise in kind of people with anxiety levels rising, depression raising, and all these kind of things. So they realize, like, we need community, right? We need people. And, and so not only did it change that, but it changed to where our homes were now our offices. So that means that we would never, ever leave our office. And so then we never had a good home-life balance and so this is that space that helps you create a better like work and life balance. And my mom, she's working from home now. And that's one of the things she's told me she struggles with mm-hmm. having to balance that work and home life and having to get a really good separation there. And sure. it's sort of difficult because your work is your home and your home is your work. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do at the facility? Yeah, so I'm the the co-working manager here. And so a lot of it is kind of the hospitality type thing and and helping people get, you know, on the Wi-Fi or helping people get boardrooms set up or signing up for for memberships and stuff like that. But it's also kind of the the facilitation of the programs, creating the events, um, networking and building relationships with external partners that would be able to be an amenity for people. So be it the ability for people to be set up with a mentor, right? And, and having mentors from different industries or being set up with other organizations that have the ability to help them launch their company or help them get trained or creating events that are beneficial to the community as best we can, be it for, for business or a resource um, for them as individuals to, to grow. What is the main thing in your mind that draws people to come here to do their daily work? What sticks out? One of the guys here said it, and it's kind of very simple, very, very direct. Is like usually you go to a coffee shop and that is your work time. But that is normally when you already get there, at least in a small town, it's all social with a tiny bit of work time. Here, it's the opposite. You have all the ability to be all work time but still surrounded by your friends, and then you have that little bit of social. So it reverses it to where your friends are all here, but you all are under this recognized, hey, it's it's time to get stuff done. And if I see you and you're jumping up to go get a coffee, I'll run real quick and we'll chat. But when I see you sitting down, I know that we're not we're not chatting like we were if we were sitting right next to each other at a coffee shop. You're here to get stuff done. When you get it done, 
then you can do whatever. Sure. Or when you have sure. breaks, you can do whatever. And the first time I came here, you gave me a tour. Could you do that for the people who are listening? So our, our space is in the, the what, what locals um, call the, the Wilkes Journal Patriot Building, as the Wilkes Journal Patriot has been here and been a staple of the community for many, many years. And they're, they're still part uh, of this building, but um, we've taken up the, the majority for, for co-working. We have about a little bit over 11,000 square feet. Um, the space is divided into um, kind of a, an L shape with the, the main corridor being... Um, both a, a mix of office spaces that um, you can have, you know, a couple of people inside to open floor uh, desks, like what you'd find at maybe like a library or something. And you have um, various sizes of conference rooms from a six or four seater all the way up to um, a 12 and 14 seater boardroom. And then we have in every one of our conference rooms, um, audio video capabilities. So if you need to take a zoom or you want to cast something from your, your laptop to, you know, have a presentation or something, it's set ready to go. You don't have to bring anything. And we have, um, a full podcast studio for anyone that would like to start a podcast or do recordings. We have a wellness room with a massage chair. So if you want to just get out and kind of detox after your, your long day and you come work for a little bit and then jump in the massage chair for a minute to, to relax before you go home. Not only that, but we have the, the ability to just be downtown. You know, we're, we're right uh, a few um, buildings down from Talia's. You can pop over and have your kids go jump at the block or grab some food at, um, you know, one of our local places just right here. And so that's kind of our, our big thing here for the co-working facility is just being downtown and being active in this community and giving you that opportunity too. You're in the heart of where everything's happening. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. How do you feel you can make a difference in people's lives within a co-working environment? Some, something simple is we had, we had an individual that was, was discussing the possibility of, of looking for a job, right? We all, we all know that's, that's a tricky thing right now, looking for work. I asked them to come in, and we had the ability that while they were here, be able to talk with various people that already have a space here that are hiring, right? So they didn't have to go and, and chat with you know, somebody and say, Hey, who's hiring locally. They literally had the ability to walk around inside this building and talk with people that were hiring and had interviews like right on the spot. Right. And so that aspect of, of creating the, the localized resource of, um, job opportunities of the ability for people to not only have those jobs, but there's also people here that would mentor you people that it would, you know, help you as you're establishing yourself or trying to grow your company, etc. But it's also all of the um, resources and programming that we're pulling together, not only locally in Wilkes, but stuff that we're pulling in from uh, Winston Salem and Boone and everything with the partnerships that we've built to really pull in from people that, that have already done it. Right. And so that way we're not reinventing the wheel. We're, we're bringing in from people that have created innovation districts that have created, you know, companies and launched um, things to to really soar in, in North Carolina and, and the United States. And so for us is is that is that ability to to create a location where we can help you. Um, you know, it's it's not us. We just have really amazing people around us that we're like, hey, go talk with them or hey, this this person's hiring. You know, this person has some great knowledge that would help you with where you're at in life or this person would be great as you're dreaming about this new business. We build those connections for you and you learn alongside us on how to build those yourselves. And before we get to the rest of the episode, I'd like you to hear a word from my friends at McNutter Butter Coffee. The morning cup of coffee. 
It's an American tradition, smooth and full of flavor. Just the thing you need to get your day roaring to a start. But not all coffee is created equal. And if it's quality you crave, choose McNutter Butter Coffee. McNutter Butter is whole beans, so you can grind it yourself with the assurance of the freshest cup possible every time. Try the classic Good Morning Neighbor, a smooth all-day coffee. Enjoy in the morning to start your day or relax in the evening having a cup with a friend. Coffee Doodle Doo, a roast that's fit for a cowboy with a smoky flavor and a smooth finish. Or my personal favorite, Beanin' For You, the coffee that'll put a pep in your step with some great flavor. You can also freshen up with a McNutter Butter facial scrub. The saying is true. The only thing better than our coffee is sharing it with friends. To find out more, visit McNutter Butter Coffee on Facebook. The Masthead is an interesting name. I've noticed that since I started hearing more about you guys. Can you tell me about how that came about? So utilizing this, what used to be the printing area of the, of the local newspaper, um, we had the thought to maintain that memory and, and maintain that focus on this space. And so the masthead is a reference to the newspaper. And it is the, the top part of a newspaper with all of the relevant information, you know, so it has like the date, the time, the weather, and, and everything on, on that very, very top. And so we, we feel like that the name is what is the most, most relevant right now. Um, so it's a reference to the past while still being an empowerment to the future and what is to come, what is relevant. And you're sort of looking forward to the future and saying, hey, we're the premier place that if you need to go to get work done and you don't have anywhere else to do it, come with us and we'll help you. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. We, we'd love to be a part and, and February is free right now. Um, but we have, you know, the easy, uh, able to drop in and, and work all the way up to, you know, month to month, uh, memberships and stuff for people. So just really, really simple. We try to keep it simple for everybody. Sort of like me. I had to, I had to talk to somebody, but I just, Came in here with all my stuff, and now we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Somebody coming in with a bunch of microphones, they'd probably be like, hey, what are you doing? Why, why are you <laughs> <Yeah>. here? <laughs> we're not set up for this. I've got to ask you now. Yeah, go What for it. made you decide to bring the masthead to Wilkes? So, so the main reason that it was brought here was a, a, a really a phenomenal group of um, individuals. It was um, Zach Baraclaw who is the Vice President of Innovation for Wilkes Community College, um, Craig DeLucia, that um, had a Broward Grove and is now our President and CFO of um, NC Tech Paz, and it was people like the, the phenomenal Lee Herring with the Herrings Foundation and um, Dr. Cox um, over at uh, Wilkes Community College. We're all kind of trying to figure out the best way to um, impact the area, right? And so they focused on the NC Tech Paths and the training side of things, but they realized that they, you really need a location. So as we're training people, they need to have a place to gather. They need to have a place to kind of visualize what this modern take on, um, you know, working is and working remote and everything. And so it was really birthed out of that, the, the creating a space for people as they're now going into new careers, have a location that they can actually be working. And it's also just the ability to create innovation in this area and showcase just the beauty of what, you know, Wilkes has to offer, because it really does. Although it is um, a calmer, it's a smaller town, it's got an amazing history of, of innovation and entrepreneurship, like really, I haven't heard really anywhere else. 
got a Mayberry feel more than a Charlotte feel, and mm-hmm. I kind I really like that. Yeah, I really do. It gives you a chance to just wind down, but also the idea of bringing more here, so we'll have more to do, more places to go, more people to see. I really like the idea of putting more eyes on where we live. Yes, without bringing too much of the hustle and bustle of everyday life in let's say Charlotte or Winston-Salem to it, Mm -hmm. because it seems like that's just not how we're built. I mean, the, the aspect of community is that, you know, common unity, like there's a, there's a singular direction. And I think you can see it not only in North Wilkes, but in Wilkes uh, proper as well, that aspect of, I feel like everybody is kind of, they're ready, right? And there's new things opening up and so many things coming like right now. And so, as, as being a new resident to the area, I'm actually overwhelmed with excitement and, and, and pride for, for this area, even though I'm not from here. We're, we're seeing some really big stuff, and 2023 is going to be really great. I didn't actually get a chance to ask you first, but where are you from? So I, uh, born in Texas, um, but I was raised in Mexico and have traveled abroad for a long time. And so the last place that uh, we were living was in um, Oklahoma City, where um, is basically where my wife is from. I would have never guessed you were from Texas, man. I guess it's just the way you speak. I can't tell by your accent. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'll. I'll try to put on a more more southern t- accent for you. Well, I'm more more cowboy. I've always been told that I have a southern accent. <laughs> and one of my buddies, Tony Goforth, he we were recording a podcast. Actually, it was back last year, and he said, "You know, you have a southern accent, don't you?" And I said, "Well, I don't think I have much of one." He said. I don't think I have much of one. <laughs> he said, "Bless your heart, you don't know it, do you?" <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a it's a vocal pitch that reflects where your heart's from, right? What do you hope people can get out of using your space to do their jobs? Two things. The, the first one is that they can be, I guess, maybe three. That they could be more efficient with their time so that way they don't have to spend more time at work and they can spend more time with friends and family. The second thing is that this can be a place of, and, and I hate to continue to use the word innovation, but but innovation and, and thinking outside the box and creating new things and inspiring people to, to dream big and do big. But the third thing really is I, I, I really want the, the local businesses and the local people here to say, hey, the people coming from the masthead, they're buying all my roses. You know, they're spending tons of money at my coffee shop. They're stepping in and doing this and another. Like, if we can create a community of people that actually are empowering and, and doing more things on Main Street and doing more things in North Wilkesboro, that's that's the biggest kind of like hurrah for for this space for sure is pouring back into the community. And the more people you have using this space, the more people you have coming in and doing what they do, the more incentive you have to stay here and grow. Oh, sure. And the more incentive you have to tell other people, like if somebody else wants to start a business in Wilkes, but they're like, "Eh, I'm not really sure it's a small town. You're like, oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. We've had a great response. Yes, exactly. So they can take your word for it and things will continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Lastly, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, they can visit us at masthead.space um, or www.masthead.space. They can check us out on social medias for Masthead Coworking um, or just 
pop in and we're, we're happy to give everybody a tour um, or, or send us a, an email and we'll schedule a tour, whatever you guys want to do. I will tell you, when I first found out about it, I was walking through the living room and my mom was talking to my brother. He lives in Kannapolis for college. Mm-hmm. She was talking about the masthead. She was talking about how you guys have different things going on. And one of those things was a podcasting studio. Yeah. My ears perk up when I hear the word podcast. I'm like, okay, what? What's going on here? And she says, yeah, they have a podcasting studio. So I'm like, okay, I'm instantly interested. I'm an audio geek. That's my thing. Cool. When I got here and I saw the studio you guys have, I was like blown away. It's really nice. So that's one of the things that initially attracted me Mm -hmm. to come in here. And now we're sitting here doing this. So... Is just taking a tour and things have progressed. Yeah, no, this is this is great, no, and we're we're super excited to have you have you here, and love to have you back anytime you want to. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've enjoyed it, my man. I've been grateful to have you on the podcast, and maybe we can do it again sometime. Definitely, love to. We'll have it on my podcast here next time. Ooh, you have a podcast? Maybe we'll have to find out. <laughs> never say never. I guess <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.